Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Family, we are back. And boy, has it been a blessing and a wonderful because I know I did. It was very relaxing, spending time with my family. My mother-in-law's in town at oh. eight. Dude, it, it was it was one of the best Christmases I've ever had in my whole life. Are so, your mom-in-law actually like you? Man, it was, yes, relaxing. I'm talking about, man, I didn't get up out of my bed to about 10 o'clock. But family, no, not only is it Christmas, but we got a Christmas present for you today. Last week we talked about the early signing day, the first ever early signing day class in the history of the NCAA. And we got my main man, Kelvin Harris, my co-host, my room dog. And we also have one of the best recruiting evaluators on the line with us and Charles Fishbein. He joined us again. Charles, welcome back to the show. I know you got some juicy stuff for us. Miami's got the number five recruiting class in the country. You're down there in South Florida, where there's nothing but a plethora of athletes, very similar to myself, and I must say Kelvin Harris. So, Charles, we're going to start off with you early because I know you got to run, and then we're going to get into the rest of this juicy show, this Christmas present for you. We're going to talk about the NFL playoffs. We're going to talk about the signing day. We're going to talk about the uh, NFL coaching carousel. We're almost done with that coaching carousel down in, in college football, but now there's another, a whole other realm of things that are going on in the National Football League. But Charles Fishbein, welcome back to the show, and give us the juice. Can we first fire Jason Garrett? Can we just put that out there? <laughs> he's not firing Jason, Jason Garrett. Garrett. He, he he's, fine. Be, he's not going to fire Jason Garrett. You must be a Cowboys fan. Uh, Gotta yeah. be. Yes, I Gotta am. be. It's been a while. No. no. Uh, but you know how Jerry Jones is. Jerry oh, yeah. will say some things uh, that, that are very, know. he will say some untruths. So what he said today it. was Jason Garrett's job was safe. Which means oh, his job is online. <laughs> I guess it's next year. Wait till next year. Oh, man. Yeah, I know, right? But anyway, oh, so man. Fish, signing yep. day, early signing day. What do we have? Miami's got the number, the, the fifth best recruiting class in the country. Yeah, Miami did a great job, but you know a lot of this goes back to the staff recruiting this uh, team. You know, we talked about it last week. You know, people think it's just a last minute thing, but they've been on these kids for over a year, year and a half now, and uh, you mm-hmm. know the hard work paid off. And um, you know, Miami had a very, very good class. They were able to uh, do very well down here and. Um, they went up in up into Georgia and landed a top-rated quarterback, which uh, you're not going to win without that. And um, you know, you just look at them; it's 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 a, a process. You know, people don't want to hear it, but it takes time to build it back to the level they were at uh, when you were there. And you know, Butch was there the second. You know, when Butch built it, and um, now you know, going into year three, they have a lot of momentum. I thought they had a great recruiting class. So. Well, let's yeah. talk about the recruiting class a little bit. Our, our, hey, they signed the number one football player in the state of Florida, Lorenzo Lingard, the running back. And okay. he's coming to the, and he's coming in early. Yeah, and uh, six foot one ninety five. Now, Kelvin, watching his film, I, I looked. I, I, 
He reminds me of a guy like Warren Williams. Not very shifty, but a big back. Well, first of all, he's bigger than 195. Well, they got him listed as 6 foot 195. This might have been his junior year. Well, no, what it is is he's a... Go ahead. I was going to say he's a world-class three. Yeah, he's a great-looking kid, and... and um, you know, he is, he's not one of those guys that's going to, you know, break ankles and stuff, but he, he has that speed to get to the next level and, and break the long runs. You saw with uh, the difference between Walton and Homer. Walton was more of the home run guy. You know, Homer was a very steady guy. In, in, in college football and even pro, you need the playmakers. And um, the one thing Lindgaard gives you is that ability uh, to break off those long runs once he pounds the defense down a little bit, but he gives you that ability to get to the second level. And once he's in the open field, there's not a lot of guys that are going to catch him. No, he, he's a work. He's a, he's a state caliber 300 meter, meter, any immediate hurdler. And that's why his weight fluctuates. But if he comes in early, he'll be 215, 210 this time next year. Yeah, and that, that's the one thing I think those guys do. Those guys do a great job of down there, man. These guys do a great job in the weight room, and you know, I mean, hey, Al Golden implemented a meal plan that all these kids benefit from. I got to throw that out there, though. All right, but anyway, yeah. So you got Jaron Williams, quarterback from Lawrenceville, Georgia. What do you know about him, Fish? Yeah, he's a he gives you that ability to do some of the you know RPO stuff that everybody's into now, you know. Um, he's, he's a good athlete, but he's a quarterback too. Um, and a lot of these kids, how they get better and better now is a lot of them play in seven on seven. So you get to see more of them in person and he's got a real good arm. And, you know, the one thing is he was, you know, committed to Kentucky earlier. They did a great job of evaluating him, And then he really, you know, blew up over the summer last summer and then into the fall that a lot of other teams started to get on him. But I think it's a, you know, a big get. Miami needs a quarterback. Uh, you know, I think Rozier did a solid job, but you could always upgrade the position. You know, I know they're high on Nikosi Perry, but this is another kid to add to the mix. And, and the one thing that makes guys great at Miami is not the talent as much as it's the depth and competition. competition. So they're going to bring somebody in now that will compete with these younger guys, push them to be better, you know? Right, right. And, and that's the key to it is the competition. Competition breeds success. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't care yeah. where you are. If you were having a competition, man, they, it's hard for you to go out there every day and try and perfect greatness. That, that's, well, that's tough for you to do. I, I'll say this early, Charles. If Malik Rozier is our quarterback when we play LSU, that means that he, uh, he'll have stepped his game up over the next few months and beat back the competition because there's no way he'll be able to stay the same and be the quarterback when we play LSU Labor Day because these two kids Perry and Williams and to some extent with Kate Weldon they're going to push him they want that job they see us open they smell the blood in the water yeah but I'll tell you what Kelvin it, it's hard to, to to supplant experience now, now Malik's got a full year of experience now and he's able to go in and, and again I, hey man I, I applaud all those guys and, and I'm hoping the best man wins, which he should. But and I, you I, look I, at it, Kelvin. I mean, Malik didn't do a bad job. I mean, that's that's what is that eleven and two? Yeah. And I, I think the I think the one thing that gets overlooked by Malik here's a guy that last year I went out to spring football practices. No one at university, Miami, not fans, not coaches, no one thought Malik would win that job. 
And no, they did. He ended up beating out Jack Allison, who ended up transferring out. He beat out Sheriffs. He beat out Perry. Uh, you know, he, there's always that chance he does improve because he proved it last year. Last year he wasn't very – I mean, if you had gone out in the spring practices, I went to about two or three of them, and he was terrible. And what <laughs> I saw in the fall is he learned he how was. to – he you know, was bad. You know, get the playmakers the ball uh, on their team and, and try not to do too much. And, um, yeah, at the end of the year, he got exposed a little bit. But I don't think there's – if he has these guys behind him pushing them to sit there and say he's guaranteed to lose a job, I think is unfair to him. And, and the coaches oh, I, there also did a very good job of getting him ready for this year. So Right. Let's stick with this, this this recruiting play. We can we can take a whole show on talking about Malik Rozier in the University of Miami, but I don't want to do that talk, today. It's can we talk Christmas. about my favorite player in the class? Who? Realist George. Can you talk about Realist George? Realist the realist. Now now you're talking about a fullback, Kelvin. That's a grown man, son. He's six one two forty five. He's a big old kid. He's probably two fifty after eating at Christmas dinner because you know how they do it in Georgia. They Charles get Lee down, Georgia. Boss. That's going so, back old school, bringing the fullback in. But you exactly. know, Miami needs a little help in the red zone and also in the short yardage situation. So he gives them one of those guys that can, you know, they can run behind. And you know, he is a good blocker. Um, but you know, those are the type of guys. A lot of them that win you uh, not only coastal and, and ACC championships, uh, but those foundation players, those glue players, help you win national championships. So. Um, you can't right. and, and that, look those type of guys. And that's the key. So, all right, so we're going to wrap this thing up with the University of Miami again. They got the, the fifth best recruiting class in the country. And, Fish, I know you got, you, you know, you don't have a whole lot of time. We don't have a whole lot of time in this segment. But Mark Pope, wide receiver, Miami Southridge, Ooh. a stud. Yeah. Straight beast. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Then you got Gervin Hall. I've coached in a camp with Gervin Hall. And I'm telling you, I, I'm sitting there thinking that the kid's already in college. He's, he's beyond his years. <laughs> Great talent, length. I mean, he's got everything that you want. Confidence, the whole nine yards. He's got it. Now, we got to give kudos to our boy, Al Blaze Jr. You know, he's continue, continuing that legacy of royalty. Brian Blaze, Benny Blaze, then his dad, Al Blaze. And now he's going to come in and continue that legacy of the Blaze brothers. And again, I think Al, man, watching Al play, Dude, he's a chip off the old block. The apple don't fall too far from the tree. He's going to be a stud at the University of Miami. There's there's two things, Hurley, with Al Blades that stick out to me. One, I went to one of his games his junior year. Um, His team was on the probably four or five-yard line. Uh, They fumbled. Um, The defensive back went about 90 yards down the field, and Blades came out of nowhere, not only stripped him, but got the recovery. You know, most kids quit on that play. And also, when you go to camps um, and see this kid at a seven-on-seven, whether it's or football camps, summer camps, he's always out there competing. If he gets beat, he doesn't put his head down. He goes right back to the front of the line and wants to compete again. And I just think sometimes, you know, when you're evaluating, that gets overlooked, is do guys love football? And that's the one thing the kid is willing mm-hmm. to get better. He's willing to get coached up. And I don't even think we've seen close to – what he's, his potential is at the next level. So, And you're absolutely right. And, and again, you're talking about a kid that was born into football royalty. So, hey, look, yeah, I, that's my dude. Family, you better watch out for Al Blaze Jr. He's going to be something to see. 
Now, the still of the class, I'm going to say this, and we ain't got but a minute left in this segment, but the still of the class, to me, is Cameron Davis from Carroll City, the running back. Hmm. Interesting. I, I just think, and again, you're talking about a very competitive. Cameron was in the 10th grade when I first met him. And Kelvin, when I looked at him, I'm, I'm thinking the kid's a senior. You're talking about put together. He looks like he like he's already in college again. And it's like, dude, what do you what do you, what do you mean? You got two, you're just in the 10th grade. He's got good speed. He runs track. You know, again, he lives in the weight room. He's a film he, rat. I just think that not, the kid's going to be. He, he's not flashy, but he gets you positive yards. I, I don't I don't recall him seeing seeing him lose uh, negative yards at all. But, oh, but again, you remember, remember the car? I mean, the division that he's playing in. I mean, come on now. Uh, and the, Look and at the, who he's the, playing the, against the, every week. And the one well, thing why. about Carroll City kids, you look, go all the way back to even Alan Hearns or Santana Moss or Senora C. Moss. There's something, I don't know if it's in the water up in Miami Gardens, but the kids in that area are very tough. They may not mm-hmm. always be flashy, but you know you're getting a very tough, physical, you know, tough-minded Man. type football player from that area. And they always seem, even if they have a low star rating or a low rating, they always seem to supersede those rankings once they get to college. I got two words well to say to you. Level. Walt Frazier. All right, hey, oh, and yeah. that's our segment. Hey, look, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. I mean, we, we got to hit the University of Georgia. We got to hit the top three classes in in this national signing. I mean, the, the early signing day. So we'll talk about Georgia, Ohio State and Texas when, when we come back. Right now, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll finish up this. Charles Fishbein, I know you got to go. Thank you so much for joining us. But again, you're welcome anytime you're ready, big dog. But we're going to no, take well, a break. Have right a great now. day, guys. You got it. Yeah. When you come back, we'll finish this up. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're diving into planning your 2018 outdoor adventures. Find out about prime DIY hunting opportunities across the country. Get the how-tos of applying for tags and listen for advice from the pros who hunt full-time. Joining us is Kevin Steele, host of Peterson's Hunting Adventures, Jeremy Millette with Silencer Shop, Mrs. Bunny, and more. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is 
The Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And family, we are back with the Christmas present from Hurley Brown coming live from Merritt Island, Florida, home of the Mighty Mustangs. Hey, so we're sitting here talking about this early signing day, and my main man, Coach James Coley, is up there with Kev, uh, Kirby Smart up there at the University of Georgia, and they have the number one recruiting class in the country. Congratulations, James. You went down there to Miami, and you stole your boy James Cook from Florida State. Hey, man. Great job. You got Dallas Crawford up there, my main man. Dallas played running back for me, and then he moved Fort over Myers to play Miami. defense. Yeah, exactly. Fort Myers, baby. Fort Myers. Matter of fact, he kept your boy in the shadows, Sammy oh, Watkins. When you talk about Fort Myers football, when you talk about that era of playing, those Fort era, Dallas. that era of players, man, you talked about Dallas Crawford before you talked about Sammy Watkins. Dallas is actually the career leading passer in the uh, in the in the, in the history of the, uh, of the of the county. Wow! He, uh, wow! He did really but I tell you what, sports. whatever he did to do that, man, they sure did it up there at Georgia this past this past week with this national signing day. I mean, look at what these guys did, Kev. They had twenty two. They signed twenty two guys. Yeah, six five star guys. Three of those guys are in the top ten. They're the top ten recruits in the entire country. Well, they got the running back. They got the running back out of North Carolina, who was supposed to be the number yep. one running back in the country. Samir um, White, Let White, yeah. And they got James Cook, and then they got Justin Fields at quarterback. Who it's going to be interesting to see because now you got Jake Fromm, you got Justin Fields, and then Jacob Beeson technically is still on the roster. So it's going to be interesting to see how they work it out. And uh, I was watching an interview with Justin Fields, and he said he don't mind competition. Of course, he's saying that now, because in his mind he's probably thinking he's gonna win the job. But, but uh, they stockpiled. They got a. Uh, oh yeah. They got some good yeah. defensive linemen. Man, you uh, should see the defensive ends that they got. And we're just gonna we're just gonna hit the top five guys. You know, the a couple of five stars. You talk about Justin Fields, the number one quarterback in the country, six three, two hundred twenty pounds from Kennesaw, Georgia. Then mm-hmm. you got Zamir White. You talked about Zamir White. Six one mm. two hundred twenty six one two hundred twenty two pounds already. Hey, Coming out of high school. His, when when you watch Ooh. his huddle film, oh my gosh. Ooh. Oh I I seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he's all that in a bag of chips. Then you got Jamari Sawyer, six four, three hundred and five pound offensive lineman from the ATL from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The number yeah. nine prospect in the in the country. Man, and, and I'm telling you, I, I don't know what they did. I don't know what you're doing up there, Kirby, but whatever you're doing is working. You're in the playoffs. I honestly do believe you're going to end up playing Clemson for the national championship game. Mm-hmm. I don't, I I don't gonna, quite I, think you're going to win it, but I do believe you're going you're gonna to play them. All right? No, they, hey, Kevin, hold up, Kevin. Huh? Oh, they're going to beat Oklahoma. They, yeah, but they're going to get that two-piece when they see Clemson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they gonna get the um, old what's your boy name? They used to do the um, Jim Kelly. They, not not only we ain't gonna talk about Bruce Lee, of of Chuck Norris. We are gonna talk about Jim Kelly. He gonna get the two piece from Jim Kelly with the afro back in the day. And uh, Jim <laughs> Kelly used to do that karate thing back in the day. Him and Dolomite. Yeah. 
But anyway, hey, but we got we have a guest that just called in and dude, okay. I don't Mike, I don't know what to do. I feel like if I if I could see you, I'd kiss you. I feel like doing back and flips. My main man, Michael Weiss. Mike, welcome to the get down with Hurley Brown. Man, thanks for having me on the get down, man. How you doing, Coach? Mike, oh, man, if I was doing any better, I'd be Michael Weiss. <laughs> Man, I want to be like you when I grow up, man. Just thank you for being. Yeah. I just called that man and say, man, I'm proud of you. And you know, I thank you for being the mentor you've been to me over the years. And man, it's, it's, it's cool to see this from you, man. I, man, it's just a blessing to see. Man, I tell you what, Mike. I've always wanted to do radio. You know, as Kelvin would say, I got a face for radio. But Kelvin, oh, yeah, I think I'm does. a fellow. As a matter of fact, you better not tell that to my wife, boy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a handsome young man. But, Mike, I've always wanted to do this. And I love talking about football. I love talking about sports. And it was just a blessing through Ray Ellis, um, you know, who's my mentor, Ray Ellis Sports, voiceamerica.com. So it was a blessing. But, Mike, I understand that you are doing some talking out there as well. Man, I see your Facebook stuff, man. I'm just sitting back and I'm like, man, wait a minute, hold on. So, Mike, tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, uh, you know, everybody know that I used to play for the University of Miami. You know, it's at the time that you was there as well. You know, you were one of my coaches. And uh, but now I'm a full-time, you know, inspirational speaker. Uh, I teach life decision-making and overcoming. You know, I travel the world, the world, not just the country, the world, uh, impacting lives all around the country, man. And it's, it's a blessing. I I thought I'd be playing football, which I, I'm still playing. I'm a free agent right now, but uh, but uh, inspirational speaking, uh, man, I'm, I I make more money than some NFL players and and uh, NBA players doing inspirational speaking. Well, I tell you uh. what, Mike, you got a hell of a story, but I, I don't I don't uh. want us to lose that story today. Okay, because I don't think we got enough time to do your story any justice. Dude, I'm so thankful and grateful that you're following us and you're listening to us. You called in. Mike, man, we want to we want to spend a whole show telling the people, telling our family who my young brother is. Again, we recruited him out of junior college. And Mike, I, I, I remember the story like it was yesterday, the whole deal with your mom and you know, you've been in the games and stuff like that, man. But again, uh. my brother, people don't understand the magnitude of who you are, what you've gone through, and what you will become. So I'm, we ain't going to do that, Mike. So I want you to hang out with us for a little bit. We're going to talk about this stuff. Because, brother, yeah. your story oh. needs to be told in detail oh, got, and in length. You got my mouth watering, huh? Man, listen, hey, Kelvin, you got to wait, baby. We got to, well, hey, Mike, we're going to give you your, your we're going to give you the whole one hour because I want everybody to know who Michael Weiss is. And I don't think that okay. they, I don't think they can appreciate who my young brother is. So, Mike, you hang out with us. You chime in as we go. You might know some of these kids. You know the schools, obviously. You know Dallas Crawford at the University of Georgia. But, baby, you hold on to your story. All right? Because, again. Dallas Crawford doing? Man, Dallas Crawford up there with the University of Georgia. He's uh, one of the, the quality, he's the offensive quality control guy. You know, Dallas, man, they get, first of all, he gets an SEC ring. He gets the yeah. SEC East. He gets the SEC. And now they're going into the playoffs. 
man, boy, Dallas hit it big up there, him and James Cody. But that's yeah, what he's doing. Yeah. One of I'm our hurricane brothers. I'm happy for Dallas. I'm not proud for my yeah. brother. Yeah. But anyway, so let's get back to this early signing day. Mike, for the first time, and I don't know if you followed it at all, but um, this year was the first year that the NCAA allowed colleges to sign kids early. And that signing day was last Wednesday. So we got a lot to talk about. And the number one recruiting class in the country, Dallas Crawford, was a part of it. James Coley. Wow. Yeah, they got the number one recruiting class in the country, Mike. And I'll tell you what, I've worked with James Coley. I've been around James now for, you know, a few years. I remember when he got the job at Florida International University, him and Mario Cristobal. I've always marveled at his work and his ability to relate to kids. Kids love him. And he was a teacher. You know, so, and, and I tell you, in, in his style of teaching, he, I learned a lot from James Coley, but I'm so happy for those guys. You know, we were just talking about the kids. Now, they signed Kate Mays from Knoxville, Tennessee, 6'5", 300-pound offensive line. Kate Mays is that dude, all right? Jamari Sawyer, we talked about him, 6'4", 305-pound offensive lineman from Atlanta, the number nine prospect in the country, okay? And then they signed your boy. Now, I know this wasn't nobody but James Coley, Dalvin Cook's little brother, James Cook, out of Miami Northwestern via Miami Central, where he played his high school football in Miami Central. He just recently transferred to Miami Northwestern to run track. Right. Now, from what, I understand, from what I see, his upside is tremendous. This kid hasn't yeah. seen his best football yet. Well, he hasn't I'm going to tell you something. He, he, he could be a great corner as well. Oh, my God. What were you talking about? Hey, yeah, he, he could. But, man, we ain't, I'm not throwing that out there, Kel. I want the kid to run the football because he does have the body of a corner. I mean, he, he's, he's six foot now, 5'11", right at six foot. He'll be six foot before he graduates. But, again, man, you're talking about a kid that, you know, I mean, your brother's one of the best running backs in college football. Should have well, no, been great, up guy. He's a great so, running back, but during the during the playoffs, he went to corner and shut yeah. people down. Yeah, I mean, he's just an athlete. He's a football player, man. Those that, that's what that's what you win with. Yeah, you know. And again, so now again, we're going back to you know the Adam Anderson, six six, two hundred twenty five pounds from Rome, Georgia, defensive end. Man, they got yeah. length. Then you got Justin Fields, the number one quarterback. And again, it all depends on what day it is. It all depends on, you know, which which guy gets up out of the bed that morning, whether it's, you know, Him Justin or Fields Lawrence. or Trevor Lawrence, you know, from yeah. Lawrenceville. Either way, this kid is supposed to be a study, 6'3", 220 pounds. Mike, can you – I know you're a big guy, Mike, but can you believe the sizes of these kids coming out of high school today? That's crazy. they putting in the – I don't know what they putting in the Similac these days. Man. Yeah, you know they put in the Similac. <laughs> but anyway, so then they signed Jameer White, who's a running back, 6'1", 222 pounds. So now you got James Cook and Jameer White, and they're supposed to be the successors to Chubb, Nick Chubb, Chubb yeah. and Sony Michelle. And Sony, I'm still mad at you. If I ever catch out there in the street, I ain't going to say no words. I'm, I'm not going to say nothing to you. I'm just going to swing on you. You should have come with me to the University of Miami. You'd have been the number one back in the draft by now. But, hey, man, I'm proud of you, proud of what you've accomplished. You're a great person. I can only be honored that I had a chance to spend some time with you throughout the recruiting you, process. You know what's interesting about him? Um, I watch uh, I watched the Georgia show, you know, on SEC Network and all that. They have the, little, the coaches' shows. He did 
the intro, the musical intro to the culture show. He did the music and he did the rap to it. And they play that every week when they do the Kirby Smart show. He yeah. got a lot of talent. Oh, he's he very talented kid. And he's got a great story too, Mike. Mike, you you're gonna love this kid. We we nail him down. We're gonna bring him on the show. You know, you're talking about a kid whose parents, you know, they actually came over here from Haiti. You you talked about one of the kids uh that that they signed is Adam Anderson kid. Yeah. He's he's a grown man. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna, he's, play, he's that gonna dude. play real early. They've yeah, been on him for yeah. like two years, three years. Yeah, and again, man, you're talking about you're talking about one of the top four teams in the country right now who are probably gonna play for the national championship. And Mike, you know as well as anybody. Man, success sells. You know, yeah, one of your mentors, Mike, he talked about it, and Walter Bond. We're gonna throw his name out there on this show. Walter Bond sure. talks about success selling. And when you have the success, and Kevin, you know, that's why we went to the University of Miami. They were winning. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna take a break, Mike. But Mike, please don't go nowhere, man. I want you. I, I want you to stay on here, and then you know, at the end, we're gonna talk a little bit more about my main man, Michael Weiss. But we got to finish this show up. But we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna hit Ohio State, University of Texas, and Penn State. Then you know I got to talk about my main man down there, Florida International University, Butch Davis. We got to talk about Ohio State, man. Really? Hey, come on, you got, they, they got the number two recruiting class in the country, Kelvin. Come on, we got to give justice. We got to give us <laughs> due justice, all right? So anyway, hey, man, we'll come I'm, back, take I'm a break. You'll be right back. Oh, man, come on, man. Only that, that happened back in 2002. You was just, I would say you was a baby, but you was a baby baboon back then. But anyway, we're going to take a break. <laughs> be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America. 
This is The Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And family, we are back. Man, we're back. I'm sitting here with my main man, my co-host, Kelvin Snasty Man Harris. But I'm also sitting here with one of my pride and joys, one of my young kids. Man, you know, you go through college and you're recruiting kids and you, know, you recruit their families. And, and sometimes, man, you just you come across a young kid that you, you just fall in love with. And I, and I don't know if it's a downfall on my end, but I fall in love with a lot of my kids. But Mike, you've always been special to me. And again, man, I'm just I'm ecstatic. You know that that you had the opportunity to call in today, but so Mike, before we get into the number two recruiting class in the country, let's talk a little bit about where you're from originally, um, and the path that you took to get to university. I just want to give the I just want to give the family just a little bit of just a, just a little appetizer, so when when we announce that you're coming back, they'll know and understand who it is that they're trying to listen to. Okay, well, you know, I'm from I'm from uh, Chesapeake, Virginia, uh, mm-hmm. uh, seven five seven area to be exact. You know, we produce athletes. Like we 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 small, but we produce very very effective athletes like Michael, Michael Vick, uh, Allen Iver, Allen Iverson, uh, Bruce Smith, uh, man, Plexico Burns, Percy Harvin. It goes on. The list goes on. Oh, wow, and, wow, Ronald Curry. Ronald Curry, yes, Ronald, the goat of high school football. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we we uh, around that area, you know, we it's called the Seven Cities. Um, you know, there's a bunch of cities like three to five minutes away from each other, and uh, you know, you got Newport News, Virginia. You know, they call it bad news. South Norfolk, you know, it's full of crime, full of drugs, prostitution. You see all of that every day, all day. Shooting, shootouts, people dead. You see that every day. It's, mm-hmm. we, we're equivalent to the Navy SEALs. You see, you see a lot of stuff. You'll think, you'll think you've been in the Navy SEALs after you leave from there. Wow. You're so, you're so traumatized from everything that's going on, you know. And it's such a small city, you would never imagine that. You know, so growing up, you know, my mother, my mother, um, she she was in prison for four years and she came hmm. home for drug trafficking. All right, no, hey Mike, I'm gonna quit y'all right there. Now, nope, cause we can't. I don't, we can't give them all. We, I don't want them to hear the whole thing. We okay. We won't come. No, no. We gotta save that, Mike. We gotta okay. save that. In in the words of Michael Irvin, we ain't giving that away. So what? So again, yeah, we ain't giving that away. So what we gonna do, Mike? Okay. So you went. So you went to junior college, right? Okay, and then you you came to the University of Miami. I went to junior college over in uh, California, East Los Angeles, to be exact. Mm-hmm. I went over there, and I had major success. I won the top junior college defensive tackles and the defensive linemen. They had me everywhere in the nation, and uh, I was I verbally committed to. I, I, yeah, I verbally committed to University of Southern California. And then uh, I flipped because my coach got fired, Lane Kiffin. And, right. uh, you know, I 
Uh, Coach Hurley recruited me. Coach Jethro Franklin. Uh, I had a couple other guys that came to see me too. Uh, Brendan Carroll, a couple other guys. And I knew my attitude and the way that you know I liked to play football, and I played football like you know like my life was. I played hard. I played reckless. And my grandfather was a big fan of the U. He said that's the only way we need to go. Like that, that fits your attitude, man. That's what you need right. to go at. Right. You know, and, and, you know, we was in the rebuilding process of bringing the U back anyway, and I wanted to be a major part of that, you know. So gotcha. I chose the U. Well, man, well, I'm so sure glad you chose the University of Miami. Boys go. Yes, sir. Well, I don't know about necessarily the bad boy. You can't say that to lie. Hey, that's, that's where the bad, the good football players go, the bad football players. Don't say bad boys. Now, we ain't, you know, Kevin ain't no bad boy. Kevin's a, a choir boy. So am I. <laughs> I, 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 I sing in the yeah. choir, Mike. People don't yeah, understand. Yeah. The only reason I quit the, the Mount Zion Greater Baptist Junior Male Choir was because they wouldn't give me my own song. They wouldn't let me lead a song, Mike. So I said, I'm not singing no more. But, I, I, but that's a long point. I got a voice now. You, now. I can blow. Me and Luther Vandross was, you know, we was in the talent show together one time. <laughs> hey. But anyway, so hey, Mike. But again, I just wanted—I just wanted the family to hear a little bit about who you are and the path that you chose. And you know, we just gave him a taste of it. Mama spent did a four-year stint in prison for drugs. But now here you have a young man who's going around the entire country, who's telling his story, inspiring other kids whose parents may have taken the same path, or kids that are lost kids that may not have any direction, but need to hear from this young man. Again, one of his speaking coaches is Walter Bond. If you get a chance, go on Walter Bond, or Google Walter Bond, I did, and I'm I'm at all. And we all know who Les Brown is, and that's okay. another one of, one of Michael's speaking coaches. But Mike, I, I can't be more proud of you if you were my own son. You know, I just, man, I sit back and I remember those days recruiting you and talking to you. And when Al Golden had to write those letters and go in front of, you know, the admissions department to make sure that we were able to get you in school. But to see where you are now as a young man, dude, I take my hat off to you. So Merry Christmas to you. And I hope you, I hope you stay on the show here for a little bit because we, we're going to talk about these recruiting classes because I promised the audience we was going to give them, give, give them this now. So we talked about the University of Georgia. Now, Ohio State, University of Georgia was number two recruiting class in the country. Ohio State's number, no, no, University of Georgia's number one. Sorry, Dallas. I'm sorry, Kevin. You got to catch that, man. You can't be sitting over there with that Metro PCS and don't catch a boy when he slipped like that. University of right. Georgia, number one in the country recruiting class? Yes, sir. Yeah. University of Georgia, Ohio number one. Ohio State's number two. Ohio State's number So we're going to hit Ohio State real quick. Mike, because Kevin ain't no big fan of Ohio State. One of my neighbors no, went to Ohio too. State. Kevin's still mad at them because they cheated us out of a national championship in 2002. But hey, it is what it is. Ain't nothing we can do about it right now. We know who the best team was in 2002. And as a matter of fact, a lot of those kids that was on that team, they got way more than a $300 ring. <laughs> they got drafted high and made a whole lot of money. Some of them are going into the Hall of Fame. So, yes, they but, are. so we know <laughs> arguably the one of the greatest college football teams ever assembled in the history of college football outside of the class of 1986. Okay. University of Miami. We're going to take that. All right. So, bam, Ohio State, number two recruiting class in the country. 
Tyreek Johnson, defensive back, 6'1", 177 pounds, right from right here in Jacksonville, Florida. Two and a half hours up the road. Remember Tyreek, Tyreek when he was a sophomore? And you, you, you could tell it then. Tyreek was going to be a stud. Taraja Mitchell, big running back, Kelvin, 6'3", 222 pounds now. Where is he from? From, Mur- from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Mike, you know, he's from the same hometown as, what's my guy's name? Oh, doggone, I'm drawing a blank. Corn Elder. Oh, oh yeah, they got, yeah. They got some ballers there. They, yeah, they, they, they get some ballers up there. Yes, sir. Corn's one of them. Jalen Ramsey's another one. So if, he, if, he's, if he's amongst that line of player right there, boy, they, they stole something right there. Then they got Matthew Baldwin, who's the quarterback, 6'3", 195 pounds. They went and got him from Austin, Texas. Then they got a, a kid named Blue Smith, wide receiver. Blue, 6'5", 215 pounds, a little bit on the thin side, but I'm sure once he gets to Ohio State, Urban Meyer's strength and conditioning staff, he'll be 225, 230 in no time. But the kid can run. He can move. Brian Sneak from right here in, at played at Armwood, Kevin, and we know him. Brian's been a star since he's been in the 10th grade. Yeah, he's a ball. Yeah, Brian's a beast. Ohio State, Urban Meyer came down here and used his connections down here in the state of Florida to sign Brian. He's a running back. He's 5'11", 187 pounds. Again, the kid's been a stud for a long time. Look to see some great things. Yeah, you know how they go. I mean, they give you this stuff, man. I mean, he's probably 195, 200 now. But I know he's probably going to be 215, 220 by the time he get by the time he gets up there and gets on that meal plan. And whoa, the University of Texas, the number three class in the country. Now, now this this goes against the norm, Kelvin and Mike. I mean, so we were just talking about how success, you know, success sells. The University of Texas was not successful at all. Well, so I'll say this early. Living in, living, living in Texas for a long time, the, there's a lot of kids that are similar to the University of Miami. They grow up being Longhorn fans, and they, they want to go to Texas. And, you know, Charlie did a good job of trying to get the kids. I think he had a little resistance from some of the alumni. But Tom Elliott came in, and, or Tom Herman, excuse me, came in, and he um, he's in sync with the, the alumni, with the former players, and um, it just was a great, you know, he beat the bushes because he's got the Texas Coaches Association on his side, and he pretty much racked up all of the top players out of Texas. I watched wow. one of the kids this weekend, Keontae Ingram, a running back, um, a Carthage. Okay. I mean, they got a couple other guys. Um, they pretty much Jimbo. Jimbo is basically behind the eight ball right now, trying to catch up. Cause yeah, but I mean that, that's. But he's got ten years to do so. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, by the way, he got ten years and seventy-five million to catch up. So he ain't worried about it. I promise you, he's not sitting around that office right now today, sitting there talking about, "Hey, look, I got to catch the University of Texas with this recruiting class." Man, Jimbo probably somewhere with that gold American. That black, that black American Express card saying, hey, you know what? They got me this year. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, this cat signed a 10-year deal for $75 million, $7.5 million. He ain't worried about no recruiting class for the class of 2018, I promise you. But anyway, hey, we're going to round this thing off with Penn State. Penn State. Mm. Uh, Coach James Franklin, 
the fourth best recruiting class in the country. Now, mind I'm you, family, and I am, I, I am too, because again, first of all, you know, the running back I thought should have been in the Heisman. I thought he should have been at least in the top three. Saquon, Saquon Johnson. I just, I mean, Barber. Saquon Barber. But it is what it is. But they signed a good class. They, you know, I mean, and they spent a lot of time. They signed most of their kids from that area, Mike. And, and you, you, you can appreciate that. I mean, you're from the northeast part of the country. So well, they had you know, deep, they they used to have a deep um, deep roots into into the Virginia area, going to yeah, uh, Penn State. Yes, and again, there's, there's some great players that come out of that, that Virginia area. So, but oh, again, yeah, you know, they, couple, they came down here. To guys from my high school team. Yeah, they went to Penn State. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, hey, so that rounds it off. The top five recruiting classes in the country for the first ever signing day in the history of college football. Now, when we come back, oh, man, I got my main man, Patrick Truesdale, on the line. Oh. State of Texas. Yeah, so he was going to be able to talk to us about some of those the Texas players, the guys that signed National Signing Day, signed early signing day. But we got to take a break. But when we come back, family, we got Patrick Truesdale, Mike Weiss, Kelvin Harris. We're going to round this up, early signing day. Then we're going to hit some of this NFL playoff stuff for you. But anyway, mm. we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Family, we are back. Hey, sorry for the 
the chit the, the chit chit chatter we just had with the commercial going. But you know, we, we got a we got a new guest on, Patrick Truesdale, Bayou City Preps, one of the best recruiting publications in the entire country. You're talking about the state of Texas. You talk about He's Texas high school Bruce football. Dean of Houston. He's Larry He's the Larry. Dean of Texas. Hey man, I was gonna say that Larry Bluestein was the Patrick Truesdale of South Florida. I, I look at Pat like Max M Finger or somebody like that. But anyway, Pat, welcome to the show. It's an honor to have you on the show. And uh, we, Pat, we were just talking about early signing day, the first ever early signing day in the history of college football. Right. And we, we, we talked about Texas. The University of Texas has the number three recruiting class in the country. And we talked about Anthony right. Cook, the DB out of Houston from your hometown, mm. and right. a couple other guys. So, Pat, tell us who are the top four players that you feel the University of Texas signed this year? And then tell us what makes you think that this should be the top, one of the top five recruiting classes in the country. Well, you know, the thing is, a lot of times people look at the top five schools and signing the top players in the 300 or whatever, but they signed a bunch of DBs. And what they, they didn't sign what they really need was offensive linemen, you know. And um, to me, it's, it's, they signed a lot of good DBs, good, some DBs there now. And it's like pretty much like one situation where all them kids falling together. But it's like one or two of them have to go home. But the, like, the top DB to me, the cornerback they signed was uh, Deshaun Jamison out of Lamar High School. He actually plays the other side of corner with Cooks. But now Cooks ranked, like, number one. But in my publication, my magazine, Jamison is the number one cornerback in the city. And, probably, and definitely probably in the bayou, you know. Uh, and then they got B.J. Frost, the kid out of uh, Angleton in the safety. Now, he's a player, you know, and they expect him to come in and do some things early. You know, then they signed Jalen Green, DB from Heights High School. You know, he's one of the top in the country. He's actually playing an Army All-American game this weekend. So that's that's another DB they signed. It's like, it's, it's real good. Like you said, Cook, you know, and they signed this other kid named Overstar. He's out of Camp, Texas. So they expect some big things out of him. So it's like, they got a lot of DBs they signed, of course, the kid uh, Stern out of uh, San Antonio still. So, I mean, to me, they oversigned too many DBs, if you ask me. But So, so let me ask you this. Uh, so yeah. are you saying that they they shouldn't be ranked? I, I, let me, let me no, rephrase what? the question. Did they address their issues is, is what the question, because what you said earlier, they needed offensive linemen. Did they address their right. issues as far as getting depth and an offensive lineman to help guide this team next year. Right. That's, they most of the time most offensive linemen. Because, you know, to me, and this is my opinion, Kevin and Hurley, everybody have their rankings on the top recruiting class. And, of course, they rank on the classes, those schools on the top 300 players ranked in the top 300. Well, you know, down here in Texas, it's like down in Miami. You got kids not even ranked in the top 300. should be in their top 300. Everybody right. at the list. And next thing you know, right. you look at University of Miami, they signed a kid was unbelievable. You know, now, they signed these top players, but to me, Texas didn't sign what they really need to sign. They really should overload on offensive linemen. Okay. Linemen. Gotcha. You know, all right, so that's enough for the University of Texas because we don't have a whole lot of time. Yeah. What did Jimbo Fisher do at A&M? 
Jimbo Fisher did a good job signing the offensive lineman. You know, uh, you got uh, a kid I have ranked number one in the area. And again, but you know, Jimbo's had that problem at Florida State for the last seven, eight years. Offensive linemen have been the, the you know, arguably the worst group. You know that right. they've had it for the state, so he knows and understands the game is played and is built. Your team is built in the trenches. If you don't have those right. offensive defensive linemen, you can't win in this league. It's just that simple. And in any league, no, you got to have a lineman, especially playing in the Curry. SEC. You ain't Curry. gonna be no. That's one thing. That's why you're gonna take all this shit. They not know. Not only they have a quarterback, they have an offensive line. But he signed a uh, uh, Burton Clemens. He was, he was like ranked number one in our area. He's ranked number one academically in the school out of Marshall High School, Thurgood Marshall here. He's a player. I think he's going to be in the guard. They signed Luke Matthews. It's another Matthews on the way. Bruce Matthews, young Wow, one. another one. And he's going to be a wow. good one. Yeah, he's going to be a good one. And they got a defensive end, got a motor on them. Right, uh, 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 Max, Max Wright out of Katie Taylor. He, mm-hmm. He's definitely, this kid got a motor on him. He can go. You know, then they end up getting this uh, offensive tackle out of Cy Ranch. Uh, Clinton Blayton, uh, he's about six seven, and he got long arms. Then you know okay. he's um, he got a you know tone frame. You know what they like today. He's a basketball, look like a basketball player. So they sure. they on the old line spot. They sign a lot of good kids. You know, and I think you'll have a good class in February when you sign a lot of kids in February. Well, so yeah. yeah. Really, the one thing I say about that, but you talking about the offensive line of A and M is, I think the key retainee on the staff was Jim Turner, the old line coach. Which made it possible, right? Because you know they keep continuity with the type of style they want to play with the O line, and he's got a resume. He's putting guys in the league, so you know you combine that with Jimbo's offense. I think um, I think they're gonna make some headway. Right. Well, well, the thing is with A and M, all Jimbo got to do is build his team to beat LSU and beat LSU and Alabama. He do that with oh, all the opponents in the SEC. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong, but if he does that, he's gonna be rolling because and them got the best facilities in the United States. And you in turn, uh, yeah, and I ain't gonna agree with you on that. Yeah, and the thing is with Texas is you know the problem, Jimbo. I think he's gonna do a good job recruiting because he's gonna be he's gonna be signing SEC players. A lot of players, Kevin Sumlin was signing. They were Big Twelve players. Some of them wouldn't even. Top five players, you know what I mean, and there's a couple of kids wow. committed already. He he basically telling some of them kids to, you know, kind of look around. That's why some of them kids didn't sign. You know what I mean? So the thing is, it's, it's all about you recruiting the right kids in Texas. And if you get out of Texas, recruit the right kids because that's one of the reasons why the SEC wants to get Texas school in there so they can get in Texas. You know, so I think he'll get a job. I think he'll do a good job building staff together. The key thing is, you know, beating them two teams, the money they're paying them, the facilities they got. There's no excuse. He's, he you should win there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, well, who got the Texas got the best class supposedly, but you're saying Texas A&M has the um, the, the 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 more balanced class as far as like hitting all the needs yeah. today. Yeah, they, that they definitely got it. Yeah, yeah, and they definitely got a well, balanced class. But the one thing, like I was saying before you came on, was is that a lot of kids grow up in Texas wanting to go to Texas. And, I mean, I'm not saying Tom Herman isn't a great recruiter. I think he did a good job. I just think that he has a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more synergy. But a lot of them kids want to go to Texas anyway. 
So, you know, um, I'm not saying he didn't work hard, but I personally think Texas should be in the top ten every year because you got so many kids that want to go there. And but, 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 think, Kevin, but Kevin, but you got to understand, Kevin. And I was about to be back on the map. They got a coach now. You know, like I said, they got the facilities. And another thing, people, y'all be backing out. He, this guy does the best job in Texas in recruiting. He don't get caught up in them stars and all that. TCU do a good job. They've been wearing Texas line out the last three years. They're going to probably end up beating them the next two years because they got a class. They got a hell of a recruiting class coming in there, too. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, well, he, a lot he of kids. Have to, see, you got to understand, right now in Texas, a lot of these kids look at Texas. Okay, that's Texas. You know what I mean? It's a lot of, yeah. we have so many good kids and so many numbers here. A lot of these kids trying to get out of Texas. We just had a kicker to sign the University of Madden. You know yep. what I mean? Bubba so, Baxter. Best kicker in the country. Huh? Best kicker sure, in the country. Kick, kick. That kid could kick. You know, man, he come get him. He got to know how to kick on all the kickers y'all got that state. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. All right. What? Listen, um, I want to thank you, um, uh, Pat, for, for, for bringing that insight. And uh, we definitely going to have you back on because, like I said, fans, this is the Larry Blue Speed of uh, of Texas. I mean, Pat knows from Galveston all the way down into the Rio Grande, all the way out to uh, El Paso. He got it covered. So, fairly, uh, fairly slipped out on us. So it looked like I'm gonna have to close the show. I want to thank Michael White also for being on. Um, like Hurley said, we want to have him back because uh, I definitely want to get into that to, to his story because it got me got me curious. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really even know that, no, no, it was that serious when he was there. But um, I want to thank all the fans, and uh, we'll be back this time next week. Uh, I guess Ray Ellis is up next, and so I guess uh, I'm closing the show. Till next week. All right, take right. down with Hurley Brown. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week.